Hello and welcome back once again to the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast. This is episode 106. John and Wendy had a guest that had to reschedule. I'm your host, John. <laughs> and I'm Wendy. How are you this morning, John? This is a little unusual for us. It is a little unusual, Wendy. I'm great. We were not going to call this talk to each other again. We had a guest scheduled. Yeah. Unfortunately, as calendars happen and real life happens, business happens, they sent us a note and said, hey, we need to reschedule. We still had this time booked. Nope. We wanted to put out a show this week. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we figured we could catch up. We had a few things we want to talk about. You know, Wendy, we, we did this, what, like almost two months ago, episode yeah. 99. So yeah. close to eight, eight weeks ago. We And it's probably been longer since we had a chance Actually to visit. Talk. So yeah. yeah, so this is our chance. <laughs> Before we get going too far, it is, you know, the first of the month. And so we do have a chat coming up, uh, <laughs> March 8. Yeah. So this coming Sunday, <laughs> we are really excited that our co-host and guest lecturer for the evening is Amanda Brunson. And yeah. we are going to be talking about emerging HR professionals, you know, those uh, entry, you know, entry level yeah. you, people get, just getting started. And I know yeah. we've had a couple conversations in the past about your career and things. So I think it's a <laughs> it'll be fun to have have this conversation again because we have new audience and not to mention we've got Amanda who we all know is a rock star in the emerging professional world is getting recognized for it. And she's going to bring just a great energy and a lot of fun. So I, I, I don't know I think that you can call it, you know, I don't know if she can be called an emerging professional anymore. I, you know. Well, I, I say, hang on to it as long as you can. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. She is recognized for her, for what she's doing. And, yeah. and we're going to, we're going to, we're going to call her our emerging professional, <laughs> our friend, the HR Panda. So again, She's Amanda awesome. will be with us. You know, yep. Wendy, I have to say, we don't really talk about the chats too often in terms of recap or revisiting. No. I got to tell you, I, I think, first of all, I don't know about you, but I think this move to two sessions a month, I think for us, it's been great. I think for our community, it's been great. I've just been really, really pleased at the overall response, the activity, yep. the conversation, the new people coming in. And I'm I'm really glad that we agreed that we thought this was the way to, to move forward. No, I, I definitely agree. I think, you know, our chats so far this year have just been phenomenal. The last one we had before the one coming up, yeah, it gets confusing it does. <laughs> a little bit about where we're at. Uh, but, you know, having uh, Sarah Morgan participate, that was just fant a fantastic conversation. I'm still kind of working on an official recap of it, um, sent out the wakelet, so because there's a lot of good information there. Um, we had, you know, Tracy Sponnenberg participated, which was fantastic. Um, and, you know, I think um, when uh, HR, uh, or sorry, not HR, hostile work environment gets going, um, I, I think they need to co-host. I, I think that would be a fun one. We were fortunate enough to talk to Mark and his new co-host. Yep. The show, as you're listening, if you're listening to this kind of in real time, that will be our next episode. Will yeah. be episode 107 is going to be with hostile work <laughs> environment. We had a tremendous amount of fun. We we yeah. talk about what what's going going on in the last couple of years and and with the with the restart. So if you're listening to this prior to March nine, yeah, that show is supposed to be live and and out as of March nine. I think they're I think they're doing like we did, Wendy. They're doing an episode zero to start. Yeah. Earlier in the year, obviously, with having Mike Sipple with us to talk yeah. about the, the the executive level recruiting and, and finding those folks, I think, was a great conversation. And, and even in the first of the year with that first conversation, especially being new and right off the 
right off the bloom, as it were, right? You know, first of <laughs> January. And it, that, I was amazed at the activity in that particular conversation. Mm-hmm. We talk a lot about how it gets pretty crazy. And, and Wendy, I know you believe that you get locked in Twitter jail sometimes. I'm still not <laughs> sure because there, there have been times where I haven't seen Steve Brown tweeting on, right? on Sunday nights. Yeah. But then I see later that he is. I don't know. Art, it's science, it's Twitter. Like, it well, is. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna enjoy the ride, right? You know, I yeah, and that's that's kind of the fun thing about it is um, you know, because I like to go in and I wanna make sure that um I try to like every tweet in the conversation if possible, just so that I know that I've seen it. Um, but there have been times that I go back and do the wakelet recap and I'm like, whoa, I missed this conversation that went over here and and that was that was fun. And, you know, that was what we loved about next chat conversations. And so I think that we are, you know, we're fulfilling that need and um, people are people are showing up. So um, I the rest of the year is going to be fantastic. Um, you know, hint, hint, hint um, for some foreshadowing that we've got some really fun stuff planned, um, especially for summer. So, um, yeah, I'm. I'm excited where this is going and I'm, I'm glad that we decided to do, to do it. I want to thank people that particularly those that can't necessarily make Sunday evenings, Eastern time, recognize it other times everywhere else. They don't necessarily make it then, but they continue to contribute yeah. and to respond and reply after the fact. I know sometimes it's hard for me to get out and retweet or continue that conversation after Sunday nights. I do want to say thank you to those that are take, continuing to take part because it is there is some really interesting conversation that continues on. And I think that's one of the great things that we see, too, is that it's not just a one hour block and bam, we're done. Right. I mean, I think I even see, you know, we're recording on a Friday morning. So five days ago, I'm still <laughs> seeing stuff. I saw stuff yeah. yesterday. And yeah. that's that that's a, a real testament to the community and what what. The communicate the conversations that are continuing to go on. I For sure, it's, it's great. So yes, continue to use the HR social yep. hashtag and have those conversations. We we are really glad you're doing it. Like you mentioned, a lot of fun stuff coming up. Yep. Um, I will throw it out again. Uh, we we talk about it ever so often. We're always looking for co-hosts, people that are really interested in having conversations. If you have an idea, get in touch with us. Uh, I will tell you that somebody came to me earlier this week with an idea that we're going to look at doing in August or September that's going to be super fun and a great topic. I'm excited because she came to me and said, hey, John, have you ever thought about doing this? And I said, yeah, but if we're going to do it, you need to be part of it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all right, this yeah. is your chance. To, this is your yep. chance. And uh, yeah, so again, uh, don't hesitate to at least make the ask. Let's let's at yeah, least talk about it, see do. if it's something we think may be a fit. Yeah. Like I mentioned, Wendy, it's March. So it, yeah. it's crazy to think we're this far into the year. How how are things going? So you you've moved into this new job. Uh, it's been yeah. what now four months? Three four, four months? months? Yeah, four months. Yeah. How how are things going? Anything exciting that you can share? Or you know, um, we're yeah we're doing a lot of a lot of fun work. Um, I, I love that we have the opportunity and and that uh, Sanford is allowing us the opportunity to kind of stop and think about a lot of the stuff in recruitment that you know, recruitment is fast and furious and you don't have time to stop and sit back and take a look at what, what does your process look like? Um, and, and how are we doing that? Um, I'm actually, I'm working on a process improvement right now for some student stuff. So we will sponsor students with scholarships or loan forgiveness, um, for clinical students. And we've had, 
we probably have six or seven simultaneous processes going alongside each other. Um, not a lot of continuity, not a lot of tracking with that. So, um, I am diving in head first. Uh, we're doing some process improvement, going to move it into a, uh, a technology that we have to make it easier for the students, to make it easier for us um, to process them and to track. Uh, you know, we're putting out some some money to these students and we want to make sure that they come back and actually work sure, for us. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> so that's, you know, working on that and then um, doing just some some basic research after our conversation with, um, with Jen Atkins about compensation, a couple of things popped up on my radar that I took to my boss. And so we're starting some research around, uh, some compensation with uh, some law changes that are coming up. So, um, there's a lot of different things that we're seeing, uh, the work we're doing touch throughout HR. So I think that's kind of, uh, kind of exciting to, to do that. So, so excited excited to see where some of this goes and uh, be able to share out what I can. Um, how's your year been? It's been interesting, Wendy, because I haven't traveled as much uh-huh. as, I, as, as I have in the past. No. I think that will slowly change. <laughs> One of the things that I'm very excited about, and I've talked about it on a couple other podcasts now, uh, I have launched a corporate podcast for my organization. I think that's and, exciting. And yeah, it, it, well, it's, it's been a, a lot of fun to put together and continue to figure out, you know, how, what, what topics are we going to be talking about? And this really is a, it is an HR focused conversation for the entire community, entire, you know, teammate population, not just leadership, not just any one pop, one group. So I, I'm really excited about it. And it, by the time this has come out, it will have launched and be live. A lot of messaging around it in different ways. And, you know, obviously just like when we got started, you know, we had, we had a, we had a community already that was, through the Twitter chat, of course, like was going to give us a shot. I don't have that. So it's, it's a little, right. you know, I've, I've dropped seeds, let people know it's coming. Uh, so there, there's some interest there, but we're going to launch that and look forward to the feedback and, and see how we can continue to shift and massage that message and, and figure out what, what really makes sense for us. The, but what's been interesting is that led to a speaking opportunity that I've not had a chance to talk about here that I am really excited about. So May 1st in Washington, D.C., I'm going to be part of a conference called Podcast Inc. And Podcast Inc., it was created by uh, my friends that do D.C. PodFest, which I've spoken for previously. But this is a conference strictly focused on podcasting as corporate communications. And it is, so it's a very specific topic. I was really excited when they approached me and said, hey, would you come speak? Knowing that, you know, so I am going to be talking about our test case, you know, or our presentation right. on what 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 has transpired with us launching our show, how we, you know how we determine content and what I do to record and all those kind of, you know to, kind of the technical piece, but then also messaging how we're getting it out, where we're housing it, all those kind of things, and and speaking to a group of people that are interested in doing this in their organizations or maybe they're doing it in organizations already. So I'm really, really excited, Wendy, that it's a, a very different audience. Yes. <laughs> I, I loved my last podcast conference speaking experience. I'm sure this will be a great one as well. Cause the folks that, that do DC Podfest, uh, Jennifer there is, she is the best. I absolutely love working with her and uh, I'll, I'll have shown, I'll put some notes in the, sh- put a link in the show notes to how to register to learn more. I, I know the, the schedule's out. So I think I speak at 1145 that morning cool. uh, in a cool space. It's like the American Institute of uh, Architects. So it's a cool workspace that I, I think it's going to be a great, great fun. And again, it's a, an inaugural event. 
we're seeing more and more podcast events coming up, as I've told you, and I know, mm-hmm. unfortunately, you haven't really seen anything close to where you are. Nope. They're, they're so much fun. It, just as much <laughs> as we love going to HR shows or me going to the funny book shows, the podcast thing is just such a different, you know, and Andy Storch talked about it with us. Yeah, and, he did. You know, attends quite a few. Really, really excited to be part of that conversation as, as a presenter where who would have thought it, Wendy, you know, two years right? ago that not only right? are we starting our thing, but it leads to something else from a corporate perspective right. that I could do that leads to that. So really, really yeah. excited and looking forward to that. Awesome. Staying on the podcast track. Yeah. How is the Girl Scout show doing? It's awesome. So super excited. Uh, maybe some of you saw it on social, but the girls have officially earned their silver award, which is awesome. just phenomenal. Fantastic. They're very excited about that. We have a few more episodes to uh, finish editing and, and get out there. Uh, so I think we have five episodes out right now. Um, and uh, so these last ones I actually sent to the girls and they are going to edit on their own. Um, wow. Nice. They have been, they, they picked it up really easily and, you know, audacity is not that hard. Um, they are, you know, they're, um, what do you call them? They're, you know, they're not new to tech. They're, they're growing up with it. They're, <laughs> this is just, you know, stuff that is, it, it's not like they have to try and figure it, they figure it out, but you know, they, it's a little more natural to them, I guess. Um, but yeah, super excited. The The conversations are have just been, in re-listening to it, so much fun. Um, the last episode I put out was with Andy Devers. And just, oh, nice. Yeah, just listening to um, the progression of the girls. So if you listen to their first episode versus episode five, you can hear the comfort in their voice. You can hear how they're a lot, um, they're a lot the conversation is just a lot easier for them. It's not too stilted. So I I think that's been really fun to watch them just in a few months grow uh, as speakers and in their confidence in talking to these people that they can't see, you know? (laughs) So it's a little different when you have those conversations, if you can't see somebody versus in person. So yeah, it's been a lot of fun. So I hope you guys all go out and, um, and listen, um, and, uh, give them some love, um, on social. We have a little bit more free space, I think on Podbean. So, um, if there's other, uh, former Girl Scouts and you would like to chat with them, happy to organize, uh, a follow-up, a couple of follow-up episodes. Um, and maybe I just added, edit those for them. <laughs> Wendy, I said before, I think it's phenomenal. Yeah. I think it's I think it's great that you you were able to take what we've done here and translate it to, to helping your daughter out, and and then they get to meet some really cool people. Yeah. I know some of them, some of them I know, and that you yeah. know, and then some others I don't. Yeah. But I, I just I I think it's one of the best things that's come out of this. Honestly, yeah. I just oh, <laughs> it's just it makes me so happy to be able to say here's something here's something that these young ladies are doing. Yep, that is different, you know. But we also know there's a seven year old selling vacuum cleaners. Or yeah, talking about vacuum cleaners on his podcast. <laughs> Good yeah, stuff. It, it is. And I think it's, it's interesting to watch how their, um, their minds have worked and, and wrapped around it. So yeah. Awesome. It's really good. It's really good. So we are in the spring now. Yes, I, I think technically, right. It's March. Yeah. Spring, spring may be here. <laughs> I don't feel like it necessarily uh, weather wise, but it is here. You know, we talked about Boston and yep. you've got the HRD event coming up. Yeah. Uh, what were those like- dates again? 
it's like, March. St. Day, right? It's St. Patrick's Day. So the okay. conference is the 18th and 19th of March. Um, so I will be flying out on St. Patrick's Day, um, flying home on the 20th. Yeah, I am. I'm very excited. I need to look at the count, the schedule and kind of put together what I'm going to go see and, and hear, um, you know, I, and I'm kind of going for myself. So I don't do that very often. <laughs> I'm not going in with, oh, I have to do so many blog posts sure. and do so many things. I will, obviously. I will be sharing, obviously. That's just what we do. But I get to go do, you know, stuff that I want to do and see people, um, see topics that I'm interested in. So I'm, I'm kind of excited about that. It's great. Now, do you have, I know we've talked a little bit about calendar. Do you have anything else going on in the spring? I know you said you maybe had some local <laughs> stuff or. Yeah, uh, South Dakota Sherm is in May. Uh, oh, wow. okay. Yeah. So I'm, I've actually reached out. We've got some, our keynote speakers, um, they've been set for a while. So I've, uh, working on getting some podcasts set up with them, just kind of get people excited about it. So, um, we will have, uh, we have four keynotes. So we, there's going to be a lot of special episodes <laughs> coming out for South Dakota Sherm. Um, so definitely, uh, watch for those and, uh, yeah. And then immediately after South Dakota Sherm is work human. Um, so it's going to be a little, uh, little crazy, I think, um, for two weeks for me. Yeah. A lot of my work can be done remotely. So I'm going to be working with my, uh, with my boss on, um, not having to take all of that as PTO. <laughs> now, yeah. when, when are you, so this comes out March, first week of March, yeah. when are you able to announce what you're doing as far as that live recording at work human? When will you be talking about who's part of that? So uh, we did put that out on Twitter. Um, and so uh, Ann and I have a little bit of work to do around that. But we are going to be joined by Sarah Morgan, Elena Valentine, and Tamara Raspberry. Um, wow. That's great. It is. That's a murderer's gonna... row right there. <laughs> That's a murderer's row. Yeah. It great. is going to be. I, I don't, you know, uh, we have, I put together a, a high level outline um, sharing that with Ann. Um, but with those, with those three, um, that it's a 45 minute session. It is going to speed by, yes. it's going to speed by, yes, um, <laughs> we may, we might not get off question one, um, <laughs> you know, which is, is going to be okay because, uh, we will have, we'll be recording. And so if we need to take it offline, um, off of the live and do a, behind the scenes episode as well. Um, I'm totally willing to do that. I'm, I'm super stoked. Uh, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be bananas. I'll just say that. Because... I agree with that. I, it, yes. <laughs> I, again, that, that is just a phenomenal lineup yeah. of folks and, yeah. and a lot of great voices with a lot of interesting perspective. I, it'll be, yeah. I look forward to hearing that and hearing all about it behind yeah. that later. Yeah. You got anything planned for spring, John? Other than Podcast Inc., I don't. Uh, it's a pretty pretty quiet start to the year, which I'm okay with because yeah. obviously trying to do continue to, to produce what we're doing here and, and do what we do. <laughs> I, I want to turn the clock up a little bit, and I want to talk briefly about Ohio Sherm. Yeah. Uh, it has been out for a while that I am speaking at Ohio Sherm in September, which I am very, very excited to, to mm -hmm. be part of. I, I just absolutely adore Everybody that I know, you know, and again, Cincinnati has adopted me as one of their own. Right. So right at the street in Columbus where my corporate headquarters is. So I know the way to Columbus all too well. Uh, <laughs> I won't have a problem finding the hotel or the, or the convention center. I, I'm going to be talking about storytelling and recruiting, and I'm really looking forward to that. We are excited, though, and 
and it's I don't believe I believe we're we're going to talk about it, and if we get in trouble, so be it. But we <laughs> we are really excited to to announce or to to let everybody know that Wendy is going to be joining me at Ohio Shark. Yes. So she is finally going to get to try La Rosa's pizza. I'm so excited about the. Pizza. Wait, there is one right down the street <laughs> in Dublin, so I'm going to be able to get you there. But Wendy's going to be joining us, and we are we are going to be partnering with Mike Sipple Jr. on a podcast blitz, for lack of a better word. Yeah, you know, this is something that that Mike and I had a chance to talk about, and and we thought, well, this is a really interesting idea to be able to partner with him and create uh, some content pre-conference a lot during the conference and, and some after really under, under the, the talent magnet social hour umbrella is what we're going to call it, right? <laughs> that sounds good. Talent magnet. So I, I'm going to like trademark it. that. I like it. So, you know, but, but Mike can do things through talent magnet. Yep. We can do things through social hour. You can have wonder women. We just think it's a great opportunity. Yeah. And again, Ohio Sherm is great people. They've got some interesting keynotes lined up. Again, I'm excited to get you on this side of the country yes. because as I mentioned on Twitter that nobody probably understood, I will now be able to drive you around in my pickup truck. And that's funny. <laughs> that is hilarious that, you know, I, I came to North, I came to South Dakota yep. and rode in the van and now you're going to come out yep. here because I'm going to drive to Ohio because it's close enough. Right. But no, I, I, I really am excited about this opportunity. I was, was really thrilled to be invited to speak. Yeah. But as we started putting this other thing together and as we continue to figure out what that's going to look like right. in the in totality, it's going to be super fun. Uh, and you're going to get to meet Mike now, which will be yeah. great too. You remember that Mike and, yeah. and a lot of, uh, there are a lot, a of, Ohio lot of Ohio people that people. I know are going to be there. Yeah. There's a lot of people in Columbus that if they're not at the conference, they better come see us. Right. Uh, yeah. So that's yeah. our, that's our that's our big news that we're yeah. going to mention on this episode. I, you know, I think and I think it's a lot of it's a great way to kind of get this out there. You know, we did it a little bit at, in Florida. It's a really good opportunity for the state conferences to get their to share their content. There's so much great content in so many conferences across the United States, across the world, hint, 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 um, (laughs) (laughs) um, that, that needs to be shared. And not that, not that we have to go to everything and that we have to be invited, but you know, who's, who's local to be able to share that content. And I, cause I know that there's a lot of HR professionals. There's a lot of people putting out uh, on conferences that aren't thinking that way, that aren't thinking about sharing their content um, in this different way for people who can't attend their conferences um, for whatever reason. Maybe it's, you know, I, it would be great to see, yeah, I see a lot of stuff that like Claire is sharing. Um, she's the one that I saw most recently. Someone else was sharing recently and it's just, there's so much great stuff out there and, other people deserve to hear it too. You, we need to get it out there a little bit more. And so if we can drive that interest, maybe people will be able to, sh- then you can show your supervisors, here's the content that was out there last year at Ohio Sherm. That's why you need to send me this year. I think it's a great point in hashtag Claire shares, my favorite, one yes. of my favorite things out there. Yes, it is. So, so again, much more to come yeah. with Ohio Sherm. We'll be doing some pregame, you know, shows as it were. Yeah. Uh, and again, really, really looking forward to being able to partner with Mike and, and the entire Ohio Sherm team yep. to make that happen. Yeah. I wanted to spend a few minutes talking about a really interesting opportunity I had, Wendy. Uh, and I'd mentioned to you that uh, I was going to speak to a HR class for non-HR people. <laughs> and this was, this was over at Virginia Commonwealth VCU uh, to a master's of healthcare administration class. And the professor, 
Dr. Julian, who may be listening. Hello, Dr. Julian. Uh, Dr. Julian uh, and I met through a mutual friend. We spoke for a bit. He told me about his background as a, he was a neurosurgeon who retired and then became a hospital administrator, has retired from that, is now working at VCU, working with these entry-level professionals or people that are looking to get into Masters of Healthcare Administration to go into a rotation program to ultimately work in hospitals and in the healthcare concerns, you know, in the leadership levels. Walked into the class, totally underdressed. They're all, <laughs> everybody's dressed up. The young men are in suits. The young ladies are wow. all, and, and I say young, most of them were uh, significantly younger than you or me uh, because that's, you know, kind of where they are in their careers. But it was just a phenomenal conversation. And what I talked about, they, they, t- they have a few guest speakers in person and then some remotely. One of the things I found out that I didn't know is that you send in a presentation ahead of time. They send it out to everybody and they're on their laptops looking at it while you speak. That took some getting used to. Yeah. <laughs> As opposed to just being up there. But I talked about, I, I tried, I found six topics that I said, these are what HR professionals that, that you and I talk to through the podcast, through Twitter chats, through our conversations, maybe they're conversations that, uh, other people are having, but it's not necessarily at the front, right? right. You know, it's not the, you're going to go Google hot topics in HR and it's the fight for 15 or whatever, or me too. While those things are important, it was trying to find some other things that, hey, particularly as you're working with HR professionals and you're developing relationships with the people that uh, that support you in that way, you know, here's what they're, they should, some of the things they should be thinking about yeah. or working to. They asked some great questions and had a good time and I'm going to turn this off. <laughs> The miracle of modern technology, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, 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 yes. One ringy-dingy, two ringy-dingy. Well, <laughs> I'm talking to these students, and it was a very open, free conversation. Uh, Dr. Julian asked questions. They asked questions. So I wanted to pose a couple of them with you this morning mm-hmm. because I thought they were really interesting, and we'll have some conversation about them, and I'm hoping that the listeners will contribute uh, after the fact. Yes. But uh, first off, the, one of the questions that came up, we were talking, I was talking about performance reviews. And, okay. and obviously we know people talked about the death of the review, continuous feedback. Yeah, yeah. You know, what, you know, how do you do it? And one of the questions was, well, what's the best way to deliver it? And they talk a lot about the sandwich method in the class. And they said, well, you know, what's the best way? And then how particularly would I recommend or would you recommend handling, particularly if somebody is, they're having more issues than they're doing well? Mm-hmm. And my response was, you certainly want to start with the positive as best you can and recognize that not everybody's doing everything terribly. You want to recognize what's well. However, you do need to have and be very forthright about while these things are going well, these are the issues we're having. And I'm very concerned about these issues. Bam, ba, bam, ba, bam. And with examples, and you've got to be able to explain it, wrapping it back around to obviously you, you did the what, what you did well. Let's figure out how and how do I help you get better? at those yeah. things uh, because it is not just a, here's your issues, go figure it out. I don't believe. Uh, and, you know, I, I, I say it all the time and it's funny. I have leaders come back to me and say, yeah, John, I, I hear you. And I, I, it's like one thing they remember me saying is no performance review ought to be a shock. Right. You may not agree with it, but it should not be a shock. Right. And that, that's because you're in those conversations. What do you think, Wendy? I mean, what in your experience doing it, sandwich method, <sighs> taco method? No, I'm kidding. works. <laughs> <laughs> You know, um, there there's a great uh, disrupt HR talk out there called "Stop Serving Sandwiches," and, and so part of me, um, you know, it, it depends. So if you're giving a performance, a, a true performance evaluation, that annual performance evaluation, you need to touch on everything. Touch on what they're doing well. Touch on what they're not doing well. What they need to improve on, and how can you help? 
one of the things though with that sandwich method that I've I've seen happen is people and this is just how people are you tend to gravitate to that one thing so they hear hey I'm doing great and they don't hear here's what I need to work on because you finished right. with here's what you're doing great so I I do have some you know you need to make sure that you are tailor, tailoring your message to your employee you know your employees better than anybody else um and so make sure that they hear what they're doing well and what they're what they need to work on and understand what they need to work on if it's a one off i would totally avoid the sandwich method you know if you need to address a single issue um and it's not performance review time just to address that single issue don't muddle it up with other stuff unless you need to, unless there's a reason to share, you know, it's the timing is just working out that, Oh, I want to tell them they did really well on this and this other thing. But uh, even, even with that, I would, I would have two separate conversations because it's, it's too easy again for something that needs to be worked on to get lost in that, or for someone to walk away with, well, I'm not doing anything well at all. So I, and I have said it before, I'm the fan of the ongoing performance management, the ongoing feedback so that you can do those things as a one-off so that they do get the full message. I'm not a fan of the full annual performance evaluations, even as we get started on that at work. I actually, although I'm a little excited, it's my very first full evaluation with Samford. So we'll see how that goes. Brand new process for us too. That's a little scary. The second question, which I think you'll be very proud of me of how I, how I responded. <laughs> what do we think about the generational conversation? To which my response was, there are people that make a living off of fear mongering and that many, much of the generational conversation is crap. And when I said that, I thought the walls were going to get torn down. <laughs> it was so nice to hear people because you see people that are significantly younger than us when yeah. I said everybody, everybody wants meaningful work, right? Yes. Everybody wants direction at work. Yes. Everybody wants this. Everybody, I said, I'm significant. I know I'm significantly older than you. They're old enough to be my children, right. your children. The the good doctor professor is, is older than I am, but we all want the same kind of thing. So don't listen to that stuff. And you're going to have to figure out the individual because I, yeah. it's much more about that than it is anything else. Totally agree. Totally agree. You know, um, I'm going to plug my Disrupt HR conversation that I gave yes. in Minneapolis a couple of years ago. 20-year-olds, you cannot get a 20-year-old to care about retirement. You just can't. And you can't get a 60-year-old to care that much about maternity leave because it doesn't affect them directly. It has nothing to do with when they were born within the larger scheme of the world, which, quote, generation they're in. But it has to do with where they are in their life. And that's, I mean, that's the the truth. I think what we're seeing um, with, you know, talking about millennials, talking about Gen Z, talking about the alpha generation, whatever's coming after after Z, is the technology is so different, and we have to be aware that we have to keep up with with the technology as well. So I think that's um, that's one of those one of those other things that we need to to be aware of. But um, I am going to have one plug for the generational conversation because we talked about it with the trap recruiter on HR Wonder Woman that Gen X is the best. We'll just put it out there. Um, and, and we've made Anne an, uh, an unofficial Gen Xer because she's close enough. <laughs> 
So we can just pick, huh? Is that how it just works? Just pick. Okay. Just pick what you so want to be. Again, yeah. yeah. So these generational consultants, I'm just going to pick what generation. I want to be, what's the next one? The Nintendo alpha. generation? Nintendo. Alpha? <laughs> alpha? How do we go backwards? Like, shouldn't backwards. Alpha have been, like, way back? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Right. Well, Whatever. enough of that, because we all think, we all know what we think. And I and I think I used the term throat punch to steal from our friend Steve Brown. I think I even said they ought to be throat punched. And the kids, the, most, the students, not the students really thought it was quite humorous. Yeah. I think the, the last question that I got was one that I was ch- challenging to me. So we're talking about these different things when it came to performance reviews, when it came to diversity, inclusion uh, and belonging and reskilling, you know, all these different things that we are as practitioners are trying to to work through. One of the folks asked me, they said, well, so Mr. Thurman, who's doing these things well? Like what companies would you point to? <laughs> what companies would you point to and say, these are examples you should follow? And I said, well, I think so much of it de- is dependent on the organization. You know, what is important to them? If your organization is, is maybe really focused on DEIB, DEI, yes. Yeah, you got it. DEIB, <laughs> as opposed to, maybe it's opposed to revamping performance right. management, as opposed to, hey, we're a, a focus to reskill. I know you and I have talked a lot about, or people reentering the workplace or whatever yep. it may be. Anybody that you would recommend to look to as examples of, you know, in any of those well, areas, say, hey, these people are doing this really well. Because I said, ultimately, I can't look at anybody and say they do all these things. Right. I'm not saying there aren't there. Don't necessarily know who they are, and and all the listeners, hey, let us know if you yeah. know somebody. Say, hey, guys, these people are doing these things. They're rock stars at all on all levels. We want to know because yeah. we want to talk to them right. <laughs> for sure. You know, that's um, yeah, that's a really good question. I I don't know of anyone that that comes to my mind that that does a lot of that very well. I think there's a lot of consultants out there that probably do do some of that. Um, you know, we. Uh, at, at my company, we recently launched um, a returnship program um, for non-clinical professionals, and uh, we're trying to figure out how to do it for clinical professionals. It, it, none of it's none of the stuff is easy, and so I think you got to figure out what culture you're interested in, and kind of look at at those from there. And and who's you know, if you're very passionate about DEB. DEIB, you know, look at the different cultures, do, um, you know, do the, do the pictures match what's really going on. Um, there's a great, uh, uh, webinar with a trap recruiter and, uh, Victorio or Kirsten Greggs. I shouldn't call her by her Twitter handle, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Kirsten Greggs and, uh, uh, Torin Ellis the other day, that was just phenomenal talking about DEBI and things to think about and things to keep in mind. And, you know, there's, even people that are doing it well have uh, have places that we need to work on and, and how do we get better. So I think if personally, if you look for a company that is always looking for how do we do something better, they're going to get to these things eventually. Wendy, I have to tell you, I have to thank you personally for the image that you shared during the chat of the, the baseball. Oh yeah. And so I took that one, the new one mm-hmm. with the third image Yeah. and Dr. Julian was blown away. He's like, I've never seen this. This is really, you know, and so what it, it was a real, it, it, it helped speak to amplify that conversation. Yeah. So I appreciate you sharing that. And I said, yeah, this is fairly new. We, and I mentioned, you know, this came up in our Twitter chat. So that was very impactful to that class and awesome. a lot of head nods and things. So yes. Yeah, so that was, 
again, tremendous amount of fun. And, yeah. and thank you, Dr. Julian, and to the students there. They are wrapping up class now and will start the rotations in May, I believe. Nice. And they'll start a nine-month rotation through different hospitals, healthcare concerns, insurance companies, wherever yeah. they may be going. And it, just many of them listened because our numbers in Virginia spiked. <laughs> uh, for the month of February, which was tremendous. That's We're awesome. very appreciative of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I know he, he had encouraged them all to listen to at least an episode prior to coming to class. Awesome. And so maybe they're still listening. Maybe they I found something. They I hope they are. I hope they are. And uh, again, appreciate that. And, and again, if you have want to share thoughts, comments, let us know. Yeah. We'd love to continue those conversations. Want to catch up. We're not going to talk about the, the new questions because yeah. we got time to do that, but movies, uh, yeah. We put out the pop culture show. Everybody knows what I thought about last year. I don't <laughs> think I ever asked you, what was your favorite movie in 2019? 2019. Um, Do you remember 2019? 2019 was a long time ago. <laughs> Seems like it. It does. You know, does. there's a lot of good movies in, in 2019. Um, you know, we, uh, Rocky and I saw the last Star Wars movie, which we enjoyed. It was, I, I, it was fun. Um, I, I like a good lightsaber fight, and it, that gave that to me. Enjoyed Endgame, uh, finishing out that that part of the Marvel series. This is terrible. Did Captain Marvel come out in nine, 19 or 18? Uh, <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I want to say 18. I think, it, was, I think it, it came out in 18. I think it came out in 18. I don't no. know. It, it's all a blur. It's, it's all a blur. I don't know. It's all a blur, um, but uh, I, I have to thank um, Kate Bischoff for the recommendation to go see Little Women. She she told us that we had to see it. Um, I told Maggie that Kate recommended it, so Kate, Maggie was like, yes, we need to go see it, Mom. So the girls and I went and saw it a couple weeks ago. Oh, my God, that is just, it is a phenomenal movie. It is very faithful to the original story, which um, I obviously haven't read in a long time because there were parts of it that I'm like, hmm, I don't remember that happening. Maggie and I bawled through the whole thing. Um, it was just, it was a well-told story. The characters were so true to who they who they are. Um, so I, I cannot recommend, uh, I can't recommend it enough. Um, it's, it's not just a girly movie. Um, even though I think everyone in the theater when we saw it was a girl. Um, <laughs> I, I've, I've known guys that have gone, gone and see it and, and have enjoyed it um, sure. because it's, it's a good story. It's just a, it's just a really good story. So would, would recommend that um, we're, we're looking forward so much to the new wonder woman coming out too. So we've got wonder woman, we've got um, Mulan coming out and we've got um, can't remember if there's what, there's another, uh, female superhero movie coming out this year. Oh, Black Widow. Black Widow. Thank you. Um, so lots of uh, very female powering movies. So super excited about that. I have to tell you, when I saw the first preview I saw for Mulan, not knowing what it was, yeah. I thought it was some new Kung Fu movie, which <laughs> I, I was like, holy crap, this is amazing. Yeah. Like visually, like I was like, it, I had I and it, and it just dawned on me. I'm like, oh wait, they're re- they've done Mulan as a live action movie. Yeah. It looks <laughs> the action scenes look great. Yeah, I was like, I think, I'm all in. I think I it's going to be in. awesome. Um, Maggie's super excited because supposedly they have taken the romance out of it. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's it's funny you talk about 2020. I I I, I, I did mention on the uh, the pop culture show. I am looking forward to Bill and Ted Three. Yeah. Uh, uh, they have announced. It's funny. Uh, they announced a, one of the big comic book shows up in Philadelphia is going to have uh, Alex Winter oh. and William Sadler, who was Death. Oh, right, who right. Is, is back in this movie. Nice. 
So he Got shows it. up. So and, and I I know I know Jennifer McClure and I are probably both very, very excited <laughs> about that movie. I don't even know what else is coming out. Like I, I tell you, I, I stopped watching stuff and I, I saw some things at the end of the year. Like I saw the new Rambo. It was awful. Um, it was oh, just gross. It was just a it, Dr. Carlin Borisenko had said it was like Saw Me Tome Alone. And she's not too far off. Uh, as an 80s action fan aficionado, I can't recommend it. <laughs> I, I noticed I didn't say enough. Right. I can't recommend it. Right. It is it is brutal for brutality's sake. Oh, and it's yeah. just, it's it's revenge porn. It is, oh. it's gross. And I, I just was so disturbed when it was over. I thought, this is not what I... Right. What I wanted, what I needed. No, 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 no. I'm yeah. out. I'm out. No more. And I think I think that's it, though. I they they leave it to where you you could assume he may die at the end. The end credit sequence is like the one in Iron Man three, where they show like sequences from all the other movies. Uh, it's very very strange. It's very strange. Don't see it, no. and don't see the new tomb. It's not new. It came out two years ago. I finally saw the new Tomb Raider, newer oh. Tomb Raider. Not good. <laughs> not good. <laughs> I really like the young lady that played Laura Croft, but it, the movie just, it sucks. Like it was just bad. And I understand it maybe didn't have as much to do with the video game. I never, I played the video game for like a cup of coffee. Right. It is not, uh, it, it was not good. Again, that's 2018 people. I know you're like, John, you just saw it. How old are you? Anyway, um, that's, that's movies. We'll see what happens <laughs> the rest of the year. TV. Yep. We broached Mandalorian once. Yes. We and I think you were just finished it or were watching it then. Yeah. What do you think? I enjoyed it. Yes. I really enjoyed yeah. it. Um, I, you know, and I I do like a good Western that's really out of character for me, quite honestly. <laughs> but I think that's what I like about the Star Wars movies is they're Westerns. There's, yeah, space operas. It's, it's, a, it's a spaghetti Western. Um, yeah. So, I yeah, I really liked it. I liked the storyline. Obviously, we all love Baby Yoda. It's not Baby Yoda, but... Um, we're going to call, we're gonna call the, him the child, the, the child. child. Um, <laughs> yeah, we even, um, I even went out and bought a, uh, an angel cookie cutter so we could make, uh, Yoda cookies at Christmas. Yeah, I, I liked it. I'm looking forward to, to the next round. Um, I think it's a strong showing for what Disney can put out on Disney plus. That, that was one of the things Rocky and I were talking about. Cause yeah, we got Disney plus, of course we have Disney plus, but once you watch, you know, you look at what's on there. I'm like, well, I've seen everything. Right. right. <laughs> so as they get, I'm excited for their content that they're going to be putting out. I'm excited for the Marvel series, the, the Star Wars stuff that's going to be coming. Um, so I, I hope that this is a sign of things to come. Everybody's heard me gush about the Mandalorian. Yeah. I think it's the best live action Star Wars in years. I did not see the last movie. That is also a, you know, <laughs> not, that is something I am. I, I'm not ashamed to say. Oh, you would hate it. You would yeah, yeah. Oh, I know. I trust me. I read the spoilers and said, not for me. No. Happy for all my friends that loved it and the yeah. people that liked it. Just, I don't need to see it. But the Mandalorian was one of those things that worked for people that don't have a lot of Star Wars history. Yeah. But if you did, you got a lot more out of it. And you know, the last scene with the moth and his weapon, I actually called that. <laughs> and, and my friends were like, you, you know, on the other show, they're like, holy, you know, holy cow, you, I said, this thing's going to show up because it is such a part of Mandalorian culture. For those of you watching, the Darksaber is what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, but I cannot wait to see what they do in the next series. Yeah. They're going to be Gamorians in it. So the, the green, you know, oh, okay. guys from Jedi, that's like, they're going to be in it at some point. Uh, there's a picture running around or a picture floating around of John Favreau or posted a, an image of 
this and it's it's out of the armor, so it's like a pig dude. It's a weird, really okay. odd figure. But they're gonna, you know, they're gonna open that up. There's, I think, there's some speculation as to other bounty hunters. And anyway, yeah, loved it. The one ep- there was one episode I thought was a clunker. The rest of it, I just absolutely adored. Yeah. The action was phenomenal, and that well, the last episode three, which was directed by Deborah Chow, who I'd never even heard of. That was the one that like where the action just split wide open. And oh, she for sure. She is rumored to be directing the Obi Wan series for Disney. Oh, okay. And if she if she directs action that way, I'm in. Like yeah. I'm. T- she got it. Taika Waititi did a phenomenal job in his you know in his episodes yeah. and as as IG uh, 11, 11, 12, whatever yeah. IG droid. I I just yeah, yeah love it. Can't talk about it enough. I am really geeked right now because as we're recording. The Clone Wars final season has just started. Oh, okay. Disney Plus, and it is going to be three, four episode arcs, twelve episodes altogether. But it ends with the Siege of Mandalore. Oh, so we're going to hear about the Night of okay. a Thousand Tears and all this stuff. That now, sorry guys, nerd now. <laughs> I'm just super stoked though to see where all that ends because you know they have they have effectively taken live action and animated right. and all these things and made this world worlds that make that tie together. Right. And the fact that many of, you know, we did the star Wars holiday special tweet edition, star Wars holidays, one of the worst things we could have ever done. And I think people still don't like us over it, <laughs> but the fact that in the first episode of Mandalorian, there are two references to the holiday special in the first five yeah. minutes. And there is rumor that John Favreau wants to remake the holiday special. Don't I, do it, I think, John. Don't do it, well, John. <laughs> you give, give him, give him the tools, let him and Dave Filoni figure it out. They will do an amazing job. They, 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 those guys are, Hey, have figured it out and let them, let them run with it. Just let, Disney, let them run with it. Cause they've got it. They've got it going on. Uh, if I'm going to trust anyone, I'll, I'll trust them. But yeah. I, I, yeah. That's, that's, who, that's who it is. That's who it is. want to talk a little bit about, talk a little bit about music. Rough start to the year at my house. Yeah. Uh, we all lost Neil Peart earlier this year. Uh, the drummer and lyricist master, one of the masterminds in the band that is Rush. I uh, was really fortunate to see, a Rush tribute band the week after he passed. Nice. That was very cathartic for the entire audience. Uh, it, they are an amazing group. They're called the Sun Dogs. They're based in Northern Virginia. We're actually getting ready to go see them again in March. They're playing in Charlottesville at Jefferson Theater. They're doing a. It's a um, all the all the funds go to uh, some type of breast cancer charity. Oh, cool! So that'll be it'll be it'll be a great show. Uh, this will be our third show in like nine months that we've seen these guys. We, we've really gotten to be fans. Nice. But then the super cool thing that was announced, some of you may be familiar with the band Primus, Les Claypool, who is one of the greatest bass players that has ever lived, is it, they are touring this summer. It's called a, tri- a, tri- a, tri- a, tri- a Tribute to Kings. And Primus will be playing the entire or Farewell to Kings album oh, by wow. Rush. So they're going to play that entire album and then come out as, Entire album, break, and then play a Primus set. They're playing Richmond. We're going to be there. It's right before some of the festivities this summer. Uh, but, yeah, super, super, super excited because I've never seen Primus. Les Claypool, <laughs> the guy is a freak of nature as far as his musicianship and ability. It's going to be insane. Nice. And I know those guys doing a Rush, effectively a Rush tribute tour, They're it's going to be great. I'm awesome. excited. You, I, I know we talked – I think at one point you were talking about bare naked ladies again. Is that happening? I, I think so. Um, I'm, my husband was watching, um, so I'm not sure when they're going to be in the area. They're supposed to be at one of the area casinos uh, sometime this spring. So 
hoping that we'll get a chance to do that. But uh, yeah, we, we don't, we don't get out to many um, concerts. I uh, feel like I'm an old person, but the, uh, there's a, uh, the, the Broadway version of frozen is going to be in Minneapolis this spring. So I'm going to take the okay. girls to that. So um, yeah, after Maggie was not on board until uh, frozen two came out and we saw that and uh, she really enjoyed that. So we're going to have a, uh, take a big trip, probably over Memorial day weekend, go see the show and um, Rocky can go golfing or whatever. I look, listen, I'm very fortunate that I have a 16 year old that we have such similar tastes yeah. that he is my, you know, he's my roadie or he's, my, right. <laughs> he, you know, he's, he's my concert buddy. Yeah. And so that's been a lot of, you know, we go, so when we see awesome. Sundogs, you know, yeah. we go see Sundogs everywhere and it's amazing to watch a 16 year old interact with particularly people, let's face it, Rush, yeah. their fan base is more like me or older. And here's the 16 year old that fits right in, has Rush shirts rocks his head, sings all the songs, knows it, the air drums, he is a drummer. It's awesome. Like it is I think it's that's so cool. Fun. So I I I'm I, it, it does my heart well to that's, know that, yeah. that I've raised in my and Jacob likes good fairly good music too. So I feel like I've done my job. <laughs> oh yes. Wendy, we we've gone for quite a bit, yeah. which is not a surprise because it's always fun to catch yeah, up. Yeah, it is. I want to talk about one thing very just very, very briefly, or two things I guess. First off, we put out something a little bit ago about interest in uh, merchandise, mm-hmm. swag, gear, whatever you want to call it. And I, I got to tell you, the feedback I got was overwhelming. I was blown away. Uh, I was absolutely blown away yeah. that, that there was so much interest. So I have been working on something. I, I look forward to being able to share very soon. We will have some shirts, coffee mugs, other things. It's not just going to be the logo. I am incredibly fortunate. I was thinking about it this morning. You know, I am very proud of the fact I'm associated with G.I. Joe comics, right? Right. Like, and I'm in the comics and that's my thing, right? I am I am part of G.I. Joe history in that <laughs> way. I, but the fact that the longest running G.I. Joe artist designed our logo. Yeah. I just registered to me today that that's the case. That's my friend Shannon Gallant, slgallant.com if you want to check out his artwork. But Shannon designed our initial logo. He is working on something for Wendy that we're really mm-hmm. stoked about. Uh, but he's helping me with some designs to to have some things that are wouldn't just you know if you if you love the show if you want to show people that you're a social hour fan we know we have a lot of fanboys and fangirls and people that want to be our number one fans we love you all you know that if you want to show it off we're going to have some things that we're going to let you do that so mm-hmm. I'm hoping to have those things done in the next little bit preferably you know by the end of end of March but soon the other thing we have broached briefly is that uh, we will be attending Sherm 20 in San Diego. We are going to be able to make a more formal announcement very soon because we have been provided an opportunity that we are extremely excited about. In the interim, I will tell you that, and some of you may have seen the pictures online, I made holographic stickers. Uh, (laughs) I I want it to be just like when I was, when I was chasing comic books in the nineties, hologram holographic covers were all the rage. And, or when you go out and look for hot wheels, they call what they have chased and, action figures they have what they call chase variants this will be a limited edition holographic logo sticker that as of right now you're only going to be able to get if you see us in person at san diego it is like that super rare chase like the the, the toy collectors the baseball card the people the nerds like me that will understand what i'm saying this is your chance i don't know if we'll do it again never know but at least this initial run only available yep in person when you meet us. And once we're out, we're out. Yep. That's all <laughs> we're going to, we'll, we'll announce more soon, but yep. Hey, 
Holly, more to share. If, if, I know we, we, we posted some pictures. I got some tremendous feedback on that. It, it, they are pretty cool. Like the holographic, like is it, it is the nineties over again, Wendy. It's it is. That's all right. That's all right. We're getting to that point of in our age where we're, it's all about nostalgia. So <laughs> for the record, I'm not bringing back a mullet and I'm sure as hell not wearing Zubas. So no. let's just, <laughs> whatever happens. <laughs> no. um, Vadim can keep the mullet. Um, he, can be, he can be that guy. Yeah. Uh, and, and you know, Vadim's one of those people that can pull it off. Um, he, can, he can absolutely pull it off. He, he can do those things. Fanny, and I see fanny packs are coming back. They are. Um, Who knew? Who knew? You know, they're, they're handy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'd say we have sufficiently, uh, sufficiently entertained yes. ourselves uh, for, for this episode. And <laughs> for that person ahead to reschedule, we're not going to say who it is. Nope. They will be on the show sometime sooner yep. than later. Oh, Wendy, for those listeners that have gotten all this way that don't know how to reach out there, what's the best way to find you? Oh, best way on my blog, mydailyjourney.com, daily, D as in dog, A-I-L-E-Y. And of course, second and fourth Sunday of each month. Um, I don't know how many more times we can remind people, um, but <laughs> 7 p.m. Eastern time, HR social hour, Twitter chat. Join us there. How about you? JohnThurman.com. Yay. No more, no less. <laughs> I'm there. You can find the show at HR social hour podcast.podbean.com. Listen, rate, review, share everything you do to help us out. Yep. International <laughs> listeners, as always, contact us, send us, a, send us an email, shoot us a DM. However you can get in touch, yep. let us know you're listening. We want to send you a gift for being part of the community. Wendy, a joy as always, my friend. Yes, this was uh, awesome. So we'll, uh, we will have, as we mentioned, we'll have a guest next episode. It is our excitement yes. to celebrate the return of hostile work environment. Yay. So very, very stoked yep. about that. In the meantime, for the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast, I'm John. And I'm Wendy. And as always, be sure to connect. Give back. And network. network. Take care, everybody. We'll see you all soon. 